Alicia. And I'm Grace. Welcome, Welcome to Average. Hey guys! Wait! <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Ad Rage. It's your girl, Grace. And Alicia, back from the dead. Back from our hot girl hiatus. Hot girl hiatus, yeah. Did you miss us, besties? Besties, did you miss us? <laughs> our four devout listeners, did you miss us? Yeah, answer now. Anyways, it has been a couple of months, partly because we are busy Mm -hmm. having many epiphanies, and partly just because life gets busy. Life do be crazy. It is the end. It's the middle of July. Middle of July. No concept of time. It's it's not real, so you're fine. I, um, I graduated. Yeah, I'm a graduate. Go bestie. I hold a degree. <laughs> Theoretically, it hasn't gotten here in the middle yet, but I fear I hold a theoretical degree. Mm-hmm. And with that, I literally have like no more concept of time. That, I could not tell you like what day of the week it is ever. That makes sense. Also, when we're not constantly just in a state of mind of deadlines, um, there is no sense of time at all. It's I know, so when I was in school, I was so like literally stressed 24 7 Mm -hmm. even if I didn't have anything that was like due or like upcoming whatever Mm -hmm. and everyone said like oh like once you graduate like it'll be so much better all this stuff and I was like I literally don't believe you but like there's just some like like blanketed like anxiety Mm -hmm. that I feel like students get because you constantly have to be like checking to make sure that nothing is due Mm -hmm. and now I know like I the only thing I have to worry about is, like, my freelance job, which I'll get into <laughs> later. Um, but, like, I know the deadlines for that. Like, mm-hmm. I can see it right there. It's not, like, hidden in, like, the Canvas calendar Ooh. and not in the assignments tab. Yeah. Like, nothing like that. So, like, just literally graduating has been the best and also the worst. No, I love that for you. I do. I also think, too, because, like, when you're in school, not only are you doing school stuff, but like a lot of us are working, a lot of us are trying to have a social life on top of that. And now that like, you know, you're in the the big girl world, you like don't have homework to worry about. So it's like, whenever you're done with work, you're done with work. Like, that's it. Yeah, it's and I hate to be like, oh my god, TGIF. Yeah. But like, when that weekend hits, like, it, it's great because you know that, like, no one's going to be messaging you asking for things. Yeah. You don't have anything due Sunday night at midnight or 11.59. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's, I really love the weekends now, nice. which is such a funny thing to say. But, like, it, it's not like a, oh, I'm a, I'm a corporate slave during the week, mm-hmm. so my weekends are free. It's more of, like, like weekdays aren't super difficult mm-hmm. and, like, filled with stuff. But I know that on the weekends, like, I can just like be out of the house and doing whatever I want with like no fear of someone asking something of me yeah and like setting those hard boundaries I love that go best yeah thank you so yeah I have a bachelor's of science in integrated PR and advertising I have become very disillusioned with the idea (laughs) of college and higher education it's one of those things Mm -hmm. where it's like almost like a necessary evil like Everyone expects you to have it, and, like, if you don't have a degree, oftentimes you'll just be looked over automatically Mm -hmm. for, like, job positions, so it, like, 
helps you like get your foot in the door kind of but like at least in my experience like unless you're going to a really really good program and you like specifically went to that school because they had that good program like I don't know some professors just are there to like ride out the end of their like work life Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's a lot that I did not learn especially like as a graphic designer any technical skills I learned outside of school like a hundred percent there is no like nothing about the Adobe suite that I learned in school yeah like I can say that confidently um, which sucks because then I, you know, left feeling very unprepared. Mm-hmm. It's just it, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It's a very expensive piece of paper, but like you said, it gets your foot in the door. Um, also, I think a pro side to not being maybe like taught instruction wise is that you had to do it on your own. So it's like you had to put on that mentality of like, okay, they're not going to help me. I got to do this. Got to do the damn thing. And you did it. Yeah. You did it, bestie. And you're here. I... No, keep going. Im- go, go. Imposter syndrome. <laughs> like, I don't think that I did it, but it's fine. Um, I moved to a different city with my boyfriend um, because he is a big boy copywriter and he got his big boy copywriting job in another city. And I have, I got a little, a little f- freelance job, freelance contract job um, that's been helping me pay the bills. Um just as a graphic designer mm-hmm. for a little skincare company. Um, and uh, I am also a barista. Yes. Which I love. Um, I don't know. Something about, like, doing something that isn't seen as, like, a career is kind of, it feels like a little, like, tiny little, like, middle finger. Like, mm-hmm. I do it because I like mm-hmm. it. I'm, I like that I get paid, but, like, I love being a barista, so... Yeah, and then it doesn't feel like you're just serving the capitalist agenda, because, yeah. people, you know, coffee makes people happy, too, so... Yeah. We... You're a joy spreader. We do what we can. Yeah. <laughs> we might be grasping at straws, but, you know... We're all, like, collectively, <laughs> as, like, a society, we're all grasping at straws currently, <laughs> I feel like. So, good luck, friends. <laughs> yeah, um, and I also have... I have a lot of thoughts on, like... The post-grad experience, especially in this field specifically, mm-hmm. but um, Alicia, I want to hear your life updates. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm entering my last semester of undergrad, very much ready to be done. Um, I just feel like higher education is extremely elitist and can be, like, it's not accessible at all, so I'm literally just always raging at school. Anyways, um, I did go out of the country for, like, over a month. Had a little international guest. She's international. Um, I did have like an eat, pray, love moment where I realized that like, listen, I understand like advertising is necessary, whatever. But like, I personally, for me, just this is for me. So like, you know, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Um, advertising just pushes capitalism's agenda so much so hard and like like for me it just doesn't sit right and this is not saying I'm leaving advertising although like I haven't really entered the advertising world um not to be dramatic but I've definitely like re rethunk I don't think is that a word rethought Rethought. there that one yeah um reevaluated yeah yeah So I reevaluated like what I want to do with my life and I still definitely am taking things I've learned from like advertising and design, but putting it into something a little more self-rewarding. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I have been 
having a creative block. And I think it's really just because like, you know, the last semester is coming up and then it's like that whole transition period and unknowns that I'm like, that are like in the back of my head right now. Like I'm trying to live in the moment, but it's also just like, Hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of like working through that and forcing myself to do some like one creative thing a day, even if it's like a small sketch, um, just to kind of like get the juices flowing. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just hate capitalism. Um, pretty sure that like that's my middle finger I think like yours is the barista mm-hmm. job and mine is like completely just not doing advertising <laughs> yeah it's yeah <laughs> dude it's so hard because like I feel like we all entered the advertising like track or like major mm-hmm. just not understanding fully what it was because we're always used to advertising and to us like we entered it for a love of creativity and strategy mm-hmm. and there's something really rewarding about being handed like a brief, a brief mm-hmm. like literally being handed like a bunch of puzzle pieces and having to like put together this masterpiece that like I don't like it's so cool like literally creating something out of nothing yeah and like just the strategy part is something that's unlike other art forms I feel like mm-hmm. um and in school they they really made it seem you know like a game yeah like we're having fun um but it's not until you you know get out of that and you realize that like when you're working at an agency unless you're working at like literally the top like five <laughs> agencies like unless you're literally like hey I'm a graphic designer at White and Kennedy yeah. um like you're you're kind of just doing like you you're doing e-blasts you're doing Mm -hmm. banner ads you're doing just like no offense but like the shittiest types of advertising yeah um and then you realize that like oh you're you know like a reward for being a good creative is making good creative work but until you get there like you are literally just like a slave to your client yeah and like they often leave so little room for like your own creative stuff um and like just to go off a little rant um you follow kel lauren right yeah okay love them love them so they posted something and was just literally like um someone asked a question and was like hey how did you like still love graphic design even working for like in-house agencies or just agencies in general and they were basically like do what's asked and then leave it there like don't overdo it don't like don't put yourself into a project if you don't love it. And I know, like, that sounds horrible, like, because, you know, if you hire on a graphic designer, you want them to put themselves in it. But that's just going to be so mentally taxing on creatives to, like, fulfill this, create. I guess, quote, air quote, creative project when there's literally no form of creativity in it. So they literally just said, do the bare minimum, do what you're paid to do, and leave. Like, don't ever overperform. And I was like, yeah. I, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about because that actually changed my life. <laughs> um, I No, I love that. That is such a good, like, shows how, like, groundbreaking it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, people, before we got, like, like in school, mm-hmm. professors would always be like, you know, like, don't get so attached to your work emotionally because people are going to rip it up. They're going to tear it down, yeah. like, take feedback. And that's, like, that's true. It's completely different than, like, separating yourself Mm-hmm. entirely mm-hmm. from your work because you recognize that it's not your work it's work that like people are using your skills to make their work if Ooh. that makes sense yeah I know like and yeah. that's yeah I have to think of it as like it's not I'm literally just fulfilling um an ask mm-hmm. um 
and that's what's been um, helping me. Yeah. Like with my freelance job because I I like it. I will admit that it's it's like nice work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like, I don't get a say in any of the strategy. Like I don't, yeah. And you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, you have good ideas. I do be thinking. You do. (laughs) Um, and like, again, like, you know, I just studied this for three years. Mm -hmm. Like I am literally like rearing and gearing to like get my ideas out Mm -hmm. there. Um, but like, especially like as a contracted person, like not someone who's actually hired onto the company, like no one is asking my thoughts Mm -hmm. they're saying hey like this is what we're doing it like this is the product we're pushing can you make like an instagram story for it yeah and that's it like here's the words like that's it yeah you're Um, just making it pretty for them i'm just making it pretty and that's you know it's not like a crime like it's not i'm not trying to say like oh i hate my job uh but um I, i was just getting really frustrated with like the people i was working with um and it just felt like my expertise wasn't being taken and like yeah. accounted for. And like I've been working on like the same social graphic for like a solid week because they just keep coming back with different revisions until it looks like completely something different that I didn't make. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, you know, separating myself from my work. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't my like magnum opus. This isn't like my divine creativity <laughs> that I'm, like, birthing onto, like, the Photoshop canvas. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a social graphic yeah. that I'm making because, like, I need to buy food for myself. Yeah. And, like, that's okay. And it's okay to be just that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, like, a, a newer thing or if it's been around for a long time, like, in capitalism, but people just being, like... The, you know, the, like, if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Yes, like, no. find a job you're passionate about. Yeah. Like, find your, your true calling and your purpose. And it's, like, nobody... I don't know. I had a huge mental block with that. And that's why, like, I found myself so paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And, like, what do I want to do? Do I want to do graphic design? Do I want to do something completely different? But, like, you don't have a true calling or a true purpose. Do something that, like, doesn't make you hate your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, like, while you're where you're well-respected and you're, like talents and skills are used but like that's not your like like you don't have to be that close to it emotionally yeah and I think too like learning that mentality to like separate that headspace so that it doesn't affect whatever creative outlet that you go to like for your own personal use because like what you were saying how they're like oh if you go to a job you love you never have to work a day in your life capitalism has left no room for that like none um just because of the way it's set up like it's just whatever. So I was going to ask you, um, since, you know, like some, there's so much structure in certain jobs with designing, have you been able to like do your own personal designs on the side or work on like creative outlets on the side that are rewarding and kind of like, you know, counterbalance the tack, like the, you know, like the efforts you put into like your rigid job, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so actually, and that's something, like, in school, I used to get really, like, suffocated, where I was, like, I can't create my own things, because I have so much other stuff to do, Mm -hmm. Um, and I've just been working really hard since graduation to, like, to prioritize my, my, like, true creative outlet, Mm -hmm. like, creating stuff that's really just what I like for myself. Yeah. Um, so I've been actually, like, selling some (gasps) stuff on the side. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah, I just, I've, I've always been, like, I don't want to say, like, artistic, because sometimes, I mean, like, uh, imposter syndrome, um, but sometimes I just feel like, no, I'm not, like, an artist, like, I just, like, make things that I like. Yeah, that, I don't know, I like... That is completely the artistic, though, like, I know imposter okay. syndrome, but, like, that is extremely valid and, like, very artistic. Thank you. Thanks for the validation. Um, but yeah, so I've always made like like little earrings or like you know I've I've done some like cool like graphic design stuff in the past. Um, but I've just started taking it more seriously. Um, so I've been selling stuff. Um, if you guys want to follow my Instagram, it's at um, cowboy underscore collective underscore. Working on finding like a better handle, but like of course in the day or in the year of our lord 2021 literally every instagram handle is taken um but it's called cowboy collective um i also have it linked on my personal instagram um i'm not doing any like shipping right now i'm just doing like in-person markets um like around orlando trying to like build up the inventory and stuff because it's like literally i have like 20 pairs of earrings and three print designs so like we're we're babies babies. go off bestie i love that for you you found like a little outlet that you know is rewarding both like monetarily and like creatively yeah and it's crossroad is extremely rare but amazing yeah, and I, I built it up for a long time in my head, like, oh, I really want to sell stuff, but, like, I have to, like, have this whole plan, I have to have this brand, and, like, I have to have, like, this huge inventory, and it's, like, literally what happened was I, um, the coffee shop that I now work at, mm-hmm. um, I went in once, and I just, like, was talking to the baristas, I introduced myself, we, like, exchanged Instagrams, and one of them messaged me, was like, hey, I see your graphic designer, come sell your stuff, and I was like, yes. oh, I, like, I guess, mm-hmm. So, like, I just went, you know, with what I had, which is not very much, um, and I've done it two weeks now, and, you know, like, yeah. I keep selling more stuff each time I go, so it's nice. Go that's so exciting. Uh, thank you. I love that. Yeah. I do, I do. So, thank you. Yeah, it's nice to just have another, like, I can just do what I want, and, like, almost opposite of what I was saying before sometimes it's like it's hard at first I had the biggest creative block where I was like I don't have a brief I don't know what to make I'm looking at a white screen like what do I make but like once that ball like just starts rolling Mm -hmm. like it just keeps going and going and I like being like I can make literally like I can make a little cowboy hat sticker and people will buy it and that is like what I made today yay yeah and just it's like that first step because we are taught like you need a brief and you need a strategy mm-hmm. and a concept mm-hmm. and then that's yeah. what's going to be successful but it's like that's art in advertising art in just it's like simplest form is creating mm-hmm. like regardless of a direction which is so hard to wrap your mind around mm-hmm. after literally be like after being told that you have to have a direction before mm-hmm. you start doing literally anything and like with advertising, with, I feel like, pretty much any, like, creative major, mm-hmm. usually you have a prompt before you start. Yeah. Um, I feel like that mm, kind of goes back to, like, mm, I mean, everything comes back to capitalism, but, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it needs to be something that, like, fits the bill. It needs to be something that can be, like, monetized or something that people want to see or something that is, like, quote-unquote good art. Um, 
because I don't know. I have this theory that like we're we are going to a- approach a place where most artists, like the majority of artists, will not be able to create unless there is like a monetary exchange, yeah. which like. I don't think that's like I don't think that's money hungry. I don't think that's anything. Yeah. I think it's literally because that is how we like we are raised in this system that rewards us for making money. Yeah. Like no matter how we do it. Mm-hmm. And like it feels good to make money. Like if you're playing a video game, it feels good to like do things and keep like like gathering money. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like happy literally all like so like money focused and I think it I mean you know, yeah. you need money to, to live. live. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's becoming increasingly harder to just live mm-hmm. um, without, tr- like, you know, going the extra mile and being a person who is focused about money. Yeah. So, like, this isn't to put blame on, like, any, like, th- on the creators, but, like, more on the system yep. of, like, rewarding and forcing us to, to need to think about money 24-7. Yeah, to, like, consider profit over, like, the product. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely agree. As dystopian as it sounds, and this episode is not to, like, not to be dystopian, like, just kind of, like, the realities, and I think, like Grace said earlier, the epiphanies that we've just realized as post-ad, like, post-ad majors and just ad majors, like, still in college, um, just some tough realizations and some hard truths, Mm -hmm. I think, that we were never, we, it's not that we were never, like, told these things, because, you know, what teacher would say this, but we also never, like, opened ourselves up to that negative aspect, I think, of advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, stepping away from it, because, like, I'm on, cl- like, course break this summer, like, for the first time in so many years. So, like, to mm-hmm. not have any coursework is crazy, but it's also helped me to just be like, okay, what is advertising at its core? Um, and, like, do I want to be a part of this? system and whatever um but yeah like honestly take what we say with a grain of salt like <laughs> everyone's you know yeah we're, we're all it's our show yeah it's our show we'll say what yeah, we want yeah talk our shit and then we leave yeah <laughs> um alicia i have a question for you yes. um how so you talked about your like eat pray love moment mm-hmm. and being on break and just realizing like huh yeah advertising is just the biggest <laughs> cog in the capitalist machine um so how are you like dealing with that um slash like how are you reprioritizing your you know your your career and stuff yeah so um I was kind of like mentioning this series earlier I originally wanted to graduate undergrad and then immediately go into graduate school um for advertising and like the research side of it um basically doing heavy analytics on what advertisements fail and what succeeds to shape future content creation. Um, But my Eat, Pray, Love moment said, hey, you do not like capitalism. (laughs) And if you go into a field that serves capitalism, like nobody's business, you, I just didn't see myself being happy, like for me personally. Um, So I did some, like, you know, Google searches, obviously some research, if you will. Um, And I actually found, like, a degree that kind of, like, appealed to my design experience, but also um, would feed into something that I find more fulfilling. Um, So I'm potentially, I'm manifesting this, potentially pursuing a graduate degree in learning and design technology, which is basically, um, like, curating educational platforms um, for students, like, you know, on 
the internet on online mm-hmm. since so many things are shifting towards online and in the face of like a pandemic especially people are like whoa our structure for online learning is not up to par um so for me I'm like if I do this degree I not only get to appeal to like my design and my creative aspects of problem solving but I also just would probably feel more fulfilled that I'm like pouring into you know future generations and future potential Mm -hmm. comrades um so yeah that's kind of just like where I'm at I still love design I still can appreciate a good advertisement but like for me when I was like sitting on the beach during my eat pray love time I was just like I cannot see myself in an agency or I cannot see myself pushing a product onto people especially if I don't believe in it which a lot of times like they aren't products that we would you know put ourselves on the line for right Um, so yeah that's kind of just where I'm at kind of like appealing to baby Alicia's desires for being a teacher um I do love educating kids especially and working with kids at a certain age like there's a certain like age frame you know oh yeah absolutely (laughs) Dude, my mom has always been, like, she's been, like, an elementary school teacher and, like, middle school, but, like, since I have been born, she's been mainly going between, like, third and fourth grade. Mm-hmm. The worst kid, like, I don't know what it is, but when kids reach the age that they're in third grade, like, they just lose every good part of yeah. them and like they're just filled with like snot and anger yeah. like at the same time as well they're just <laughs> raging with time. boogers and you're like why literally like why why is your yeah. life so hard dude my heart goes out to like third grade teachers i don't absolutely. know how you do it absolutely uh third grade te- yeah third mm, i don't know mm. i don't know what it is you just wake up one day and like they're like i'm gonna choose violence every single day yeah, well, I, I know that I was, like, unhinged in all of elementary school, so I don't know. I don't know, I'm man. still unhinged, so, like, you know, whatever. Just with less boogers. Yeah, with just less boogers, <laughs> and, like, I'm a little more subtle about it, because I would not be mean to a teacher, unless yeah, they tried absolutely. me, but anyways, that's... That's, that's another that's story. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. So that was kind of, like, our updates, mixed with some, like, thoughts on capitalism. Um, so, like... Where do you, like, to our advertisement, our attitudes on advertising are shifting, but, like, what what other things have, like, contributed, would you say, to your, like, realizations and, like, your kind of just redirection of life? Are there anything that's, like, come up or, like, you've seen, experienced? I have been, this is going to sound so, like, cheesy and, like, kind of like mainstream which isn't bad but um I've been like really influenced by Bo Burnham's Inside um which is the like um special that he did for Netflix and I also would like to point out that like mixed feelings on Bo Burnham personally um and I do think that he created like a beautiful piece of art it's probably like one of my favorite things like things to come out definitely my favorite thing to come out of the pandemic but like just in the past like five years Mm -hmm. I don't know I it's really good um but also like acknowledging that I'm sure there are a lot of like other people out there who aren't you know cis white hetero men Mm -hmm. with Netflix money that are creating really really amazing things I just need to like find them because those aren't the you know those aren't the things that are being pushed mm-hmm. by like media by like a lot of people yeah. 
Um, so, like, I, di- I didn't want to, like, put that acknowledgement out there and that I am, like, searching for those kinds of things from, like, other sources. Mm-hmm. But, like, because this is the thing that is, like, the most in your face, like, you know, I, I know about it. I've seen it twice. It's really good. And I really like it. Um, but Bo Burnham talks a lot about... Um, like, how the internet has, like, affected our minds and how he deals with, um, like, dissociation as a result of, like, growing up, not growing up with the internet, but, like, having it later in his life and being so, um, like, online as an adult because he was on Vine and, like, he's been, you know, I think his first Netflix special came out in, like, 2013, so he's been in the public eye for so long. Um, And then how... Um, you know, like, people, like, Gen Z, like, our generation is even worse and how it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, there's this one part towards the end of it where he talks about how, he's like, I realized that going outside is, like, a dangerous thing Mm -hmm. and that it should, we should only go outside to, um, like, stage content for the, like, very safe and very real, like, virtual world. Yeah. Which seems very, like, dystopian, but when you think about it, like, there's an, an um, it's, like, a big concept to, like, wrap your head around, um, but I, I believe they um, also talk about it in the Binchtopia podcast, which is the best podcast After Adrage. out right now. After Adrage. <laughs> um, love Binchtopia. Literally obsessed. Please give them a listen. Um, it's kind of, like, intro... It's, like, intro to a lot of things, mm-hmm. like, um, like intro to, like, anti-capitalism, intro to, like, feminism, that kind of stuff, okay. where they, like, give a very, like, basic, like, hey, here's some, like, ideas, here's how it all relates, blah, 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 but, like, they don't go super, super in-depth with it, nice. so it's a good, like, intro to things. Okay. Um, but they also talk about how, like, you have these two identities. You have your, like, physical, like, personhood, and you also have your online identity, and how those are two different people, and how, like, your online identity is seen by so many people, and, like, it creates this, like, weird, like, mental dissonance, Mm -hmm. um, and one of the co-hosts, Eliza, um, talked recently about how she loves seeing, like, like, oh, like, like, mommy TikToks of, like, Mm -hmm. oh, look at how cute my kid is, because everyone wants to see, like, a cute kid, um, but just how weird it is that this child is like like you know like two years old Mm -hmm. has no concept of what the internet is and already has this personal identity that they didn't ask for Mm -hmm. and millions of people have like witnessed them and like how like you know like almost invasive it can be without realizing yeah yeah and I I think sometimes uh, I know it's been like an issue on YouTube of like um you know, parents exploiting their children for, like, money, and it's such a, like, a gray area where it's, like, no, like, I'm just taking videos of my family so I can look back on it when they're older, all this stuff, but, like, you, you're putting your child out there for millions of people, Mm -hmm. and, like, that's not even good for, like, a full adult human who didn't grow up with the internet. Like, now this is someone who didn't consent to this, who, I don't, like, you, you're just not, you can't even predict how that person is going to, like, grow up and live their life, like, now that they've been affected Now that they have way. that online presence. Yeah, it's so dystopian. Mm-hmm. So, to get back to the main thing, <laughs> um, he, you know, he talks about that and, like, how we have this, like, 
online personality that's almost the real mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, people who go out. Just, like, think of YouTube of, like, oh, I'm, like, recording a video. Oh, like, vlog, like, yeah. or, you know, here prank video. Like, you're going out to the real world so you can collect content to put onto the online mm-hmm. world, which is your, like, quote-unquote real self. Yeah. Um, and talks a lot about, like, his song. I think it's just called, like, Internet. Or, like, yeah, Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Internet. Internet. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, literally gives me, like, shivers. Like, I literally... Hold on. One of my prints. Yes. It's, like, on my highest shelf. <laughs> convenient. Extremely convenient. Literally, I... Because, like, the lyrics just kept bouncing around my head. I couldn't get them out. But the... Um, where he says, like, your time is now. Your inside's out. Yeah. Because... The song starts off being very, like, creepy yeah. and, like, oh, like, welcome to the internet. Here's all these, like, things, whatever. It's fucking, like, I love the song. I'm so obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. The, like, part of me that loved English and, like, literature in <laughs> high school just wants to, like, sit down and, like, annotate the lyrics, which is, like, the dorkiest shit on earth. I love that. I love that, though. But, like, it's a very creepy song. Mm-hmm. And then he shifts in the bridge to, like, to, like, oh, addressing this person who says, like, Okay, oh, we've been waiting for you. Yeah. Like, um, you know, your mom gave you an iPad when you were barely two. Mm-hmm. Like, your time is now your insides out. Like, it's such a good way to describe, like, such a, like, ooh, like creepy, like, yeah. huge, like, predatory thing, which is the internet. Like, I and don't know. And how it's not talked about, about how, like, <laughs> like, the ethics behind being a child or even putting a child and just people in general on the internet. Like, we yeah. just were thrown this massive technology and this massive massive virtual landscape and not taught any ethics or any, like, boundaries. And we were just left to run with it. And I think that's kind of where, like, everything just shit hit the fan. And it's like, you yes. can find yourself on some weird shit on the internet or, like, find mm-hmm. yourself on some things you didn't even know that you could be on. Yeah. I gotta watch that. It's- I'm so sorry. I literally have not watched it yet. It's so good. It's the first half is like really, really like funny. Mm-hmm. He has a lot. Of, you can tell like as he wrote it. Like it's it's just everything about it is so good. But like you can tell that like the first half he wrote in the beginning of the pandemic when he was like poking fun at things mm-hmm. and like talking about like the irony of being inside all that yeah. stuff. And the second half you can tell was written in the latter part of the pandemic where things were getting like Crazy. very dark yeah. and he was dealing with a lot of mental illness mm-hmm. and like. There, there's a lot of like, um, like scenes in between his songs mm-hmm. where like it's kind of just him like having a meltdown and it's like hard to watch at some points yeah. and it's like very emotional and it's like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, and then just <laughs> but, like also how much, I don't know. I guess advertising relies on like internet, like, and just how yeah. like we were talking earlier, how, like advertising grace at best permeates everything mm-hmm. in our lives um and i don't know if you want to share with them like an, the other thing that wants to start advertising yeah i and this was a few weeks ago like i don't think it's new news by any means but um so like the oculus um vr headset was created by facebook which like already red flags whatever <laughs> um but like if you're you know doing vr <laughs> if you're playing vr like you're gonna have this like I, I think there's, like, multiple headsets you can use. I'm not super, like, into VR, mm-hmm. but I know that, like, Oculus is, like, the big, like, front runner right now. I know that, like, that is, like, the it girl of VR headsets, and it's created by Facebook, which, like, already before they say anything, you're like, okay, red flag. Yeah. But a few weeks ago, they announced that they're going to try testing advertising uh. with the <laughs> VR headsets, which is, like, 
the one thing that we have where we are trying to fully immerse ourselves in escapism. We are trying to literally be like every, I feel like every piece of like futuristic dystopian media talks about people being in this like virtual reality. Like just the first thing that comes to mind is like literally in adventure time, like they go to this island and all the humans have like VR headsets on. Like think about the matrix, like Mm -hmm. everything about like complete escapism has to do with virtual reality. And Facebook's like, Oh, we're gonna put now. <laughs> and it's like you there's no yeah, escaping there's... advertising um i only know this because i live in florida unfortunately but if you go to the beaches mm-hmm. they have boats that like it's pretty like far away from shore but they have boats that go by with giant electronic screens mm-hmm. with advertisements on them so like you literally can't even go to the beach and look out at the fucking ocean without seeing an advertisement mm-hmm. like Mm. <laughs> everywhere all the time like you really cannot escape advertising yeah. it's so it's pr- it's so i don't know present like mm-hmm. and then that just you know like feeds into buy this do this go here like when is it ever going to be enough like when will we have a space where it's just like and this is not to shit on advertising actually it might shit on advertising a it, little. It, i think it's, it's absolutely it's 100% <laughs> shitting on advertising however I, like, when is it going to be enough? Like, when are we going to realize that, like, we were never created as a human species to just want to buy things or, like, have to, like, be productive 24-7 or have to make our art, like, appease everyone? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, this whole idea, anyways. It's, it's disgusting and I like and and that's not to shit like there's so much cool creative work and like I said like I love the strategy of advertising like even if it's like even if the advertisement is literally just to sell a product like sometimes it can be really cool and I can appreciate the thought and like the efforts and the long hours that I know went into that concept um but like it's just it's too much it's it's it gets exhausting sometimes and I know like Obviously, like, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, everyone in advertising should just donate all their money. But, like, there's times when, like, it just, you lose sight of, like, literally you just lose sight of humanity. It's always profits over humans. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that, I'm not going to, like, mention any names specifically, um, but my boyfriend was uh, working on this account (laughs) that during the, um, like, the huge snowstorm in Texas where, like, people's like houses were like caving in like there were so many people like in danger or like didn't have Mm -hmm. a safe place to live either because like they couldn't afford it or like their house was like um damaged by the storm like so many it was such a like scary time when that snowstorm hit texas Mm -hmm. um and i know that one of the clients um that the agency had that my boyfriend worked at was like oh yeah we want to run um these ads um, for, like, pool heaters in Texas because of the snowstorm. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, and I remember being, like, dog, what? Yeah, like, are you people are dying. Like, and it's, it's so insane. And I remember being, like, hey, like, talking to him and be like, that's so, like, that's fucked up, that's shitty, and, like, obviously not upset with him because it's, at that point, like, you know, what, what can you what do? Can, like, yeah. he's not making that decision. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna fault him for doing his job yeah. um he's not running the ads yeah and i remember him like him and i know that he brought it up being like hey like this like you know fucking like thousands or millions of dollars that they would be spending on advertising like 
what if they donate it? Yeah. And it's a good PR. It's a great, it's a great PR, PR move. move. Yeah. And you know that, like, that's the upsetting thing is that businesses <laughs> don't do anything unless it's a good PR move. And, like, you can go back and forth about the ethics of that. Like, at the end of the day, if someone's being helped, mm-hmm. does it really matter? Whatever, whatever. But, like, and even then, like, of course they didn't do that. Yeah. Like, it's it's so frustrating because, like, it's always people over profits. Profits over people. It's always profits. It should always, <laughs> it's always profits over people. It should be people it over profits. Be. Yeah. Um, with, like, I mean, you know, I, I understand, like, we live in a capitalist society. Mm-hmm. Businesses have to make money. Like, I can understand that yeah. dynamic. But it's, like, there's – have, like, some humanity. Yeah, like, there – have some awareness. There are things you can control that won't necessarily hurt your business. It's just a lateral move. Like, like that running an ad. Instead of running an ad, that, like, like, like you guys said, donate. You know? Right. Or just kind of, like, consider humanity. Like, consider, like, what if these, like, people affected were my family? Like, would I want to say, would I want to DM them, hey, girly, um, (laughs) I saw that your pool's cold. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, why? Why? Yeah. I, yeah. So it's, you know, and I understand that, like, it's a very, like, oh, my God, like, liberal hippie, like, oh, donate all your money. So, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, find that balance of, mm-hmm. like, yes, we live in a society, but, like, we can also live in a society that isn't so shitty. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, um, small steps to make a better world. Like, it literally, we're not asking them to donate all their profits. We're just asking them to make maybe better choices when it comes to okay. seeing people and uh, them as people and not just, like, dollar signs. Right, but, like, you, I think, I don't know how it happens, but people just get to a point where, like, there's so little humanity left Mm -hmm. in them that, like, they can't see that, and it's, like, how, I don't know, like, how do you, how do you get there, man? Yeah, do I, like, what do we do? There should be a manual, I'm, anyways. Yeah, and that's, like, I don't know, that's sort of why, like, I came into advertising, Mm -hmm. and I really, like, a PR was my main track and then I kind of like did both and I fell in love with graphic design and strategy so I liked Mm -hmm. advertising more but when I first came into college I loved the idea of PR because it was like a win-win because Mm -hmm. a lot of times like public relations is a huge overarching umbrella for like a lot of things but for the most part it's like I'm gonna do this thing like not advertising I'm gonna do something that um, warrants media attention Mm -hmm. like whether that thing is like a stunt or like donation or like a an event anything like that like but it's kind of like at least you're doing something where you deserve the attention you're getting whereas advertising is like goes to the highest dollar pr is just like talking to people who want to hear it where i feel like advertising is just shouting Mm -hmm. to everyone like Like just trying to cast the widest net possible like different types of fishing kind of thing yeah, like, PR is like, I'm dropping my line. Whoever <laughs> wants my worm can come take it. And um, Which is how fishing works, actually. Uh, <laughs> and then, whereas, like, advertising is just throwing the widest net possible yeah. and taking, like, everything. And, like, you hear so many people, like, when they talk about, like, oh, the success of the, like, campaign. campaign. Like, we got this many impressions. We got this many click-throughs. Mm-hmm. We got this many, like, whatever, whatever. And whereas, like, PR is less obsessed with impressions and more obsessed with like quality of what's being quality said. and like impact yeah, yeah. i definitely as agree. just like a general rule yeah uh 
Okay, this is Ugh. this has honestly just been a shit on capitalism as well as like how ad plays on this, but like that's fine. So I think we should also maybe like um since we took our hiatus and you know mm-hmm. reflected, did some introspection, self-reflection, um we are taking like do you, should we tell them about the podcast taking any direction? Yes, okay. let's okay. talk about Yeah, so Outrage, um, I wouldn't say we're rebranding. We're just, we're re-strategizing. We're, we're changing the direction of this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I think instead of being so ad-heavy and, like, praising or shitting on ads and, like, trends and stuff, like, we're going to leave this more of an open talk about, like, our experience in advertising. Um, granted, we'll probably bring up some cam- some campaigns that are, like, you know, wow or what, um, mm-hmm. but I think Grace and I have, like, realized that advertising encompasses so many different aspects of who we are as people, and we kind of want to, like, share that more with you guys and make it a little more personable um, and conversation than just kind of, like, reviews and analytical, so is there anything else yeah. that do you think that we're, like, adding to the podcast or shifting? Yeah, I think it's just going to, yeah, like you said, more open-ended stuff that, like, I don't know. Because I think people care about advertising if you're really, really into advertising. Mm -hmm. But rather than talk about, like, whoa, this campaign by this, you know, agency for Burger King. uh, um, (laughs) Like, I, yeah, I just want to make sure it's, it's more, like reach like not that like oh I'm trying to get as many people to listen as mm-hmm. possible but I want to be like relevant I want to be talking about things that like really matter and accessible like right accessible that's the yeah. word yeah <laughs> um but like in you know like tangential to mm-hmm. advertising yeah because as we said advertising permeates everything, everything so like we really cannot escape talking about it ever we cannot it's like god if you believe in that <laughs> it's, it's like god I mean Just, and that is what most advertisers would want you to believe anyway yeah. so so that's kind of just what we had to say or spiel of like our hot girl hiatus our realizations mm-hmm. um it's it was the year of realizing things mm-hmm. and, and we're just only like realizing halfway through 2021 like a little over half but yeah. You know, like, I just feel like the second half of 2021 is going to be more redemption. Like, not just with this podcast, but just of, like, <laughs> us as people. And hopefully right. humanity. Like, I'm manifesting that, but, you know. We're, like, manifesting, mm-hmm. like, humanity not imploding. Yeah, including. At least, probably, like, not in our lifetimes. Um, not that I want it to implode, but I just, I don't know if I have the capacity to watch it implode. If, um... It is a high-speed train, and I'm just trying to jump off before yeah. it hits the brick wall. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I think, anyways, uh, um, not every episode is going to be so, like, doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. I am hoping that we get a lot of, like, fun content out of this. Yeah. Um, our next episode, um, oh, we're also going to try and do um, bi-weekly, which is once every two weeks in this case, mm-hmm. just because girls be busy mm-hmm. and editing is hard. Side note, if anyone wants to do some free editing because we don't have a budget, um, I would love for that. It's not that hard. I just have other things, mm-hmm. other... Yeah, um, like, inter- yeah, stuff. Yeah. I forgot what the... I have other, like, spoons in the pot or whatever. I don't know what the stupid saying is. Um, <laughs> I have other... <laughs> The look you're giving me right now is, like, I thought it was going to be, like, 
any validation of like yeah but you, you I was yeah. I was I was searching I was trying to figure out what you were trying to say but I think spoons in the pot works fingers in the pie <laughs> I have a lot of I have I don't fingers. know all I know is and like pies lots of pies for my fingers to go okay. in but yeah okay I like that and homegirl's still in school. Um, homegirl being Alicia. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> our next episode is one we recorded months ago with our good friend Claire, um, talking about MLMs and Ooh. how <laughs> funny pyramid schemes are. So, like, that is going to be the next one after this one. Yes. Um, MLM culture. MLM cult. Cult. Culture. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Love that. Um, but yeah, so, um, and then going forward, just who knows, I'd like to talk about, like, my post-grad experience, because I have thoughts and ideas yes. on it. Maybe some rainbow um, washing. Would love to talk about <laughs> it. Trixie and Katya, um, oh, no. have a podcast, and they, there's this hilarious clip of Trixie being like, oh, you know, we talk a lot about rainbow washing, and Katya being like, what? <laughs> and Trixie being like, oh, you know, when, like... Hey, gay. When, like, brands are, like, at the, at the same time, they both go, hi, gay. <laughs> yes. I think that should be our cover for that podcast. Um, Love just, it. Hi, gay. <laughs> hi, gay. And then July um, 1st hits, Marika. Period. Oh, That's it. I saw I saw a tweet that was, like, my heart goes out to all the, like, social media um, managers who are, tra- who are transitioning from Pride to 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. um, digital chadvertising. I don't know if you follow that account, but they are so no, funny. They are so, so funny. funny. I, everyone should follow that account because it's relatable and they definitely hit nails on the head when it comes to the experience in advertising. Okay, digital um. chadvertising. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Speaking of following people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow our account. Yes. Um, it's at Adrage Podcast on Instagram. Um, no matter where you are listening to this podcast right now, give us a little follow, yes. a like if it's applicable. Um, if it feels right. And well, if the moments, yeah. if the mood's there. Um, and if you're on um, Apple Podcasts, give us a little review yeah. because those are really important. Mm-hmm. Apparently, those do be good. Those do be good. Do be good. Um, Unless you hated the podcast, then don't. Then review just it. ignore it. Just then, just close close the app. Close the app. Close the app. Anyways, <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Like, if you're still listening to the podcast after our few month hiatus, mm-hmm. thank you. Love you. Um, love you. If you're still listening right now, for a matter of yeah. fact, thank you and love you're you. You're God's favorite. You're God's. You're our. You're favorite. our favorite. Basically the same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it. All right, bye guys. Bye, have a good week, Casting.